Want to come on up? Well, thank you, Lord. That was really some great testimonies. Uh, the Stark girls, you know, when they first came to the church, if you said hello to them, they would, their face would turn red. <laughs> they were that shy. But the Lord's done a lot in them. Amen? So we expect to see more. So um, I wanted to start. Um, uh, we were real blessed this morning. Bob Jones, the guy who came out here and sang that beautiful song. <laughs> really was beautiful. Uh, Bob is a, he's a prophet. That's really, he's really got a real anointing that for y'all, for you guys who don't know Bob. Uh, but they uh, wanted just to come today and, and be a part of the church. Uh, and I was wanting Bob to share something, but he wasn't necessarily coming to share. <laughs> but the Lord has spoken to him some things this morning. So we're really blessed that he's uh, willing to do that. Uh, and so we're going <clears> to, <throat> he's going to share some things the Lord's shown him. And then we're going to, after he finishes, we're just going to have a ministry time. And one thing I wanted to do is while Bob and Bonnie, his wife, are here, she may have something, too, she wants to share. If she wants to, she can. Uh, but we really want to pray for them today during our ministry time and bless them. And Bob ministers all over the world to people. I mean, you know, he's uh, really got a tremendous anointing on his life to speak things. And so we want to make sure that they leave here today really filled up with the Lord and touched and loved and, and cared about because, uh, you know, he's being poured on all the time. But So I'll just start and share my dream I had last night, and then and, uh, and Bob can tell you the interpretation. He can go from there. But I had this dream. This is about Mother's Day. And by the way, happy Mother's Day. Amen. Bless all the mothers. And I found out this weekend... That being a mother is a uh, bit, I forgot, I got to babysit a lot for my granddaughter. In fact, more than I thought I was going to get. <laughs> and she kept me, she, I was whipped, man. I was, last night I was wore out from trying to keep her occupied. I mean, they kept, man, well, there's a grace on mothers. There's got to be. So we really bless you moms. And So everybody, uh, if you're old enough and you got a mom, you need to love on them because they did a lot for you. And, uh, so we really appreciate mamas. Uh, but anyway, I had a dream. This is uh, the in the dream um, I saw Becky uh, standing, and I was standing there with her in the dream, looking at her. And I she had her I could see her chest, top part of her chest, about from here up. And I knew it was her chest. But then I saw the Lord take His hand, and He hit Becky in the chest. And when He did, this this artillery weapons. It was there. I didn't see it until when, it, when he hit her. It was literally like his hand was like a firing pan. When he hit her, this artillery uh, just shot, this huge shot. And then I heard the Lord say, you're ready. That was, that was a dream. So, so I'm going to let Bob come up, and he's going to share what he saw in that, and then we're gonna, he's got some other things he's going to share. Bob, you, would you like a chair to sit in? Or uh, you want... uh, Becky represents the women, the mothers. And this is saying you mothers are ready. When the Lord touches you here, this is the spiritual part of you. It's also the nurturing part of you. And it's saying you women are ready. You're ready for the, for the artillery to go off, for the power to go off. 
and she would represent a mother in Israel. So it sends several of you women here that you're ready. Get ready to explode in the face of the enemy. Uh, can I pray for you, young lady? Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Would you mind coming up? Buddy, I want you to hit me. <clears throat> now, in the first place, there's not anything wrong with you. Uh, you've learned, and it's probably a, a, a bloodline thing, you've learned to really keep your emotions under control because you're a brilliant young lady. You understand that? And the mind doesn't want to turn loose of the emotions. And up here, when you begin to weep, you were doing, you were turning it loose. You got it? So you are beginning to feel. I want uh, Bonnie to lay hands on you. And we want to take you up. So put your hands up. And put your head up. And just take some deep breaths. There you go. Wind come on you. Good. Feel the wind over you. Deep breath. There you go. No, you stay. Stay up there. Now look. Keep those eyes closed. Take a deep breath. Now look. Your mind's not in charge now. It's just a seed. There you go. Saw something there. Can you describe it? Did you see light? Something came in. Go back up. There come again. Good. Here. Right there. And the winds come around you immediately. Did you feel the winds around you? But then you were seeing something. To the angels. Got her? Now look. See what color of light you see. Yellow. See, you did see. You know what that means? Colossians 3 2. It means that you've already committed yourself to him and what he's doing is making this a gold mine in other words you're battling so and you're, it really says there, you're getting your affection settled on things above you got it on things on this earth and you can see you got it and you were feeling you were I just wanted to show you that you already are entering there You've already beginning to settle things in you where you're going. You've just uh, been trained to really keep the emotions totally under control. And it's not bad, but there are emotions we want to let get out of control. They're the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness. We want those to get out of control. 
<laughs> you understand? Got it? Mm -hmm. Go back up one more time on your own. No, it wouldn't hurt the rest of you to go up too. Now we took a whole church, Randy Clark's whole church, they all went up. And I believe that what we're doing here is representing the church. So all of you, you go back up too. Just, that's it. Take a deep breath. I'll have you to take a deep breath so you won't be thinking. Okay, you're started. Good. Every one of you. Good. For do you understand? It's time that men like me come and give you a confirmation instead of a revelation. Did you get a hold of that one, hun? you see anything else you want to share? You can see. All of you can. This is the way you're already seated with him in heavenly places. You've been robbed. Take it back. When you go up like that, you'll feel the wind come on you. It's the angel that greets you when you go up. This is where you begin to get your own revelation. <laughs> I was watching your praise. It was giving me a confirmation which way to go. The first thing I saw today, and you was for you, was three champagne glasses like this. And y'all had given them to the Lord, and He had drank them. Anybody interested in interpretation? Goodness and kindness and generosity with these champagne glasses. And you can give the Lord the fruit of the Spirit. So this church has come into a place of goodness. So what you've been doing has been good. You've been building fruit and kindness over and over up here, I was always that. Bunny and I was talking about it before it started showing. It is the kindness of the Lord that leads people to repentance. There's going to be anointing here in your kindness to lead people to, the, to repentance, to salvation. So when you're moving in this kindness, expect people to get saved. And in your generosity, so you must have been really generous in certain things. You've borne fruit. That doesn't mean that you didn't bear any other rail. It means that these three champagne glasses come to their fullness. And so the Lord drank them. Then he's going to pour them back out, what I was saying. And there's a picture that a young lady had here of a fountain that was overflowing. 
that is sort of what I was seeing is he is going to overflow your glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He is filling you up to overflowing so you can overflow on others. Your goodness and your kindness and your generosity will overflow on other people. And will bring them to the knowledge of Christ. Bring him into, uh, uh, into repentance. So, you have been bearing fruit here. These have been filled. Love, joy, and peace, uh, uh, gentleness. Uh, these other things you are filling, but these are three that you have filled. And therefore, he's measuring it back to you. Overflowing. A fountain. A fountain of life. There is a fountain that is so free from sin. And I believe that's what he's talking about. For there uh, flows Emmanuel's blood. There's a song to it. Uh, another thing I was getting is this is Mother's Day. And already the Lord has been speaking to the mothers here already. Uh, on the, uh, I've shared this with some of you, but not all of you. Uh, on the 11th of April, I had a vision. And in the vision, I was in the temple. And I was waiting, waiting for the Lord. Waiting for the Lord to come. So have many of you been in like a city, like waiting. And stones begin to fall from heaven. And they fell among the balm trees. So the balm trees means healings. Get ready for divine healings on the level we've never seen before. One of the stones fell in front of me. It was a crystal. I picked it up. It was a green crystal with fire in it. I gave it to Bonnie. And I let her interpret what she interpreted to me. Has, any, has anybody here seen the movie Superman 1? Okay. When he described that to me, that green, he said it was a told me it's a green stone, but he described it like that. What I saw is that crystal. And I said, you know, it was from Superman. It was that kryptonite. And when Superman took it back to his planet, Krypton, uh, you know, it opened up the mysteries, the secrets of his, uh, what was known then as his universe. You know, so it was mysteries, understanding, wisdom of the universe. I think it's also saying that I was seeing some supermen and women up here in front today. Those who are going to find their original planet, their original home. Which is in heaven. As I got that, I heard a voice speak. And it said, they'll begin to fall on 
April the 25th. And they'll never cease again. And in this vision, I saw like some of the young ones here. They would run and immediately get one of these stones when it fell. The rest of you want to run and get them too because these stones are revelation. But little ones were really running out. They weren't all green either. They were all the colors. And they would begin to fall on the 25th of April. And I was told to share this over and over. So I have. And on the 24th of April, Bonnie said, uh, we were with Randy Clark up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And she said, share it with the students. So I did. The next day, the students brought me all kind of papers. And they had found kryptonite on the earth. And it was going to be shown in England on the 25th of April and the 13th of May. I don't think that's any coincidence that it's shining today on Mother's Day. And mothers down here are the ones that's producing these supermen. And there will be a generation on this earth that are like supermen. They'll be more heavenly minded than they are uh, uh, earthly minded. There's a saying they'll be more heavenly minded than, than earthly good. I disagree with that. They'll be heavenly minded so they can be earthly good. And it'll take the mothers to get them there, and the mothers are ready. So, I want to explain that kryptonite thing so you'll get it, is they found a stone in Bo somebody said it was Bosnia or somewhere, Ukraine, and they didn't really... Serbia. Yeah, and they took it and analyzed it, and when they analyzed it, it was the what the people who created Superman, what they said kryptonite was, the chemical makeup of it was, that's what it was. You know, they, these guys made up what, what they said kryptonite was back in the day when Superman... They find this stone, which was a unique stone. They look at the chemical composition of it, and it exactly matches what these people said in super, that kryptonite was. It was really a confirmation of the Lord releasing this thing that Bob saw in the spirit. There was just a stone found. It's, it's, that's really what the Lord's saying. This is, this is really happening. This is really true. Yeah. It's re this is something that's really happening, and that's just a, a sign, a natural sign to reveal to us that God's speaking to the church now. Amen. And He's releasing this the wisdom of heaven to us, really. Is that yeah. the wisdom of heaven is available to us. Okay, I just want to make sure you under, you understand that, you know, because it wasn't just when he said kryptonite, it was not like uh, you know, there really is something in that that God's trying to say to speak to us in the, in, spiritually. I just wanted to add one thing that Krypton, um, it comes from a Greek word, kryptos, which means hidden or secret place. And that's just where God keeps us. Good to have some help. <laughs> you see, if I had waited to bring that word, it wouldn't have been any good after it's found. 
But if you bring a word continually before it's found, it's to bring a confirmation of what he's going to say. By the way, that kryptonite they found is white. It isn't green. It's white. White's got every color in it. And some of you, when you went up a while ago, you ought to went up into a place of white light. That's the color of the throne. And if you want to know something, that's your color. That's what you are, your white light. Uh, Ephesians 5. So, in this, uh, I saw that it would begin the revelation words for healing, which are already coming in your midst. Then I was given a sword, the sword of the Spirit. And I had this sword, and I was wondering, why has he given me the sword? I saw a huge rock like Gibraltar. It had a little slot in it, and I was told to put the sword in the slot. I did, and then I was told to turn it like a key. So I turned it, and it opened up the rock. It opened it up to really uh, uh, awesome pressure. The treasures of heaven were there. And much of the treasures of heaven uh, hasn't really got there yet because a lot of the stones that will shine like the stars are you. There's places, there's jewel, you are the jewels of his crown. And he's making up his jewels now and it's not finished. So I looked at the jewels and those that had, were there were awesome, but there was uh, other places where other jewels will be put. Then I looked at three books there, and one of them was a book of the mystic realm. That's some of the things that I move in. The other was the mysteries of God, and the last one was the wisdom of God. And I was thinking, what is this sword of the spirit? And I was audibly told that the sword of the Spirit is the keys of the kingdom. In Matthew uh, 16, 19. And the sword of the Spirit simply means the rhema word of God. You've heard from God. And, and what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing the same songs and Everything else. You're hearing from God here. If you're hearing from God, then you've got a sword. Then if you've got a sword and you begin to proclaim that sword, then you have the keys of the kingdom. And so the keys of the kingdom is agreeing with God and proclaiming it. The reason that you need to proclaim it is God has given you all authority down here. And He will not violate His own word. But when He gives you that rhema word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, it will unlock. It becomes the keys of the kingdom. Kingdom authority. And kingdom authority is agreeing with God. 
and it's binding and loosing. So if you've got the sword of the Spirit, you got the keys, then you're already seeing what your daddy wants bound down here, like the enemy. Uh, like terrorism is trying to take the United States now. Terrorism has got a plan to hit the United States. Bind it. We've been uh, binding the terrorism. And notice that terrorism has just been recently uh, found in Germany and other places. We've been praying against terrorism. Bind it up. And you can also loosen up the kingdom of God to come. So this is what the main revelation was trying to show. This other is to show that this other part is what he wants you to get a hold of. For in Matthew 16, 18, he says, the, uh, the gates of hell shall not stand against the church. Satan will not have authority over the church. The church will overcome the gates of hell. And how are they going to do it? By binding and loosing. And that binding is going to be, I've heard from God. I bind you, devil. I loose the kingdom of God to come. Michael the archangel, when contesting for Moses' body with the devil, he didn't bring a railing accusation against him. He only said, the Father rebukes you. He had the sword. He had the word of the Father. When you've got that rhema word in you, that's what I was taking you up there. You went up there to where you get that rainbow word. There's a lot of things going on down here you don't have to put up with. You really need to seek Him. And if you do seek Him, you're going to find Him. And when you find Him, you're going to find His Word. And he's going to pour your champagne glass full till it overflows. And what I'm seeing here is the youth. You're raising them up. The goodness, kindness is probably the Lord trying to get a hold of me, honey. <laughs> So there's some maturity that's taking place here. But wait on Him. Wait on the Lord. And as you wait on Him, you're going to hear from Him. For He's been waiting for you to slow down long enough so we can talk to you. But it is now. And it kryptonite would be shown again on Mother's Day. I think he's saying some other things. I think he's saying that you women are going to have to quit being second-class citizens. And you're going to have to become first-class citizens. And begin to take your place among the men. A uh, women because of the compassion gifts within them. Sometimes 
they have an easier time of hearing from God, especially on healings and things like that that the family needs, than the men do. It's time that the women come forth beside the men. And then the man becomes a whole man with a woman incorporated with him in. So, this is what he's uh, uh, saying out here. And this rain today, this song that you were singing today, I heard that song along the same lines that she was getting by revelation as a promise in 97. Even wrote an article on it. So what she was saying is, you get ready for it to rain. But it'll rain His goodness His kindness and His generosity on you because you've rained it on others. What you pour out to others will be poured out back to you. For see, you poured it out to others. You didn't realize that He's the one that drinks it. Because it was His body. So really begin to look for that. Expect goodness and kindness and generosity be returned to you. I feel that I've been messing with your brain. So maybe I ought to explain what the brain is. Man, number is six. So this brain of yours up here is mind, will, and emotion. The mind is nothing but a television set. And it'll stay on the channel that the will chooses for it to. So you have a will where your mind stays. And if you get on the wrong channel of rejection, discouragement, things like this, then turn it to another channel. Because if you leave it there, you're willing it to. You send any type of sin thing, it's because you're leaving it there, you're willing it to. You can change it immediately. And your emotions. What the Lord is doing is bringing our emotions under control. Under our control. But we don't want to take it to where we don't have any emotions. Because there's emotions we won't work in to us. And the emotions we work, won't work into our mind and our will or the fruit of the Spirit. Love is an emotion. Joy is an emotion. Peace. Self-control. All these others are emotions we won't worked into our mind. And as we get our emotions under control, our will will begin to reign over all of it. And it brings our mind into a gold mine. 
and like she saw yellow. When you get a gold mine, it's because you set your affection on things above, not on things on this earth. This becomes a gold mine. And the Holy Spirit can mine it and give people a nugget anytime there's a need. You can get the rhema word anytime others have a need. When you set your affection on something else and somebody has a need, what I'm trying to say is every one of you can meet that need. Everyone. Most people think that you need somebody like me to do that. No, we need you doing it. And you can meet that need through your emotions, through the fruit of the Spirit in your emotions. Okay, that's the three things of the mind. There's three things of your spirit that the Lord is dealing with now. One of them is your conscience, communion, and the wisdom. If you violate your conscience... Your conscience is your inner eye. If your eye be dark, your whole body is dark. So the more you violate your conscience, the darker your inner eye becomes. For the Holy Spirit can't even convict you of sin after you get so dark. Because you don't even receive it anymore. But where there's been a violation of your conscience, repentance cleanses it. And it cleanses your entire conscience. And if your conscience is clean, then you've got communion with the Holy Spirit in you. And you can begin to commune with Him. And this is what you're doing here. You're beginning to commune with the Holy Spirit in these songs, these revelations, everything that you're doing is a sign of, of communion taking place between you and the kingdom of God within, which is the Holy Spirit. Well, if you have that communion with Him, then the wisdom that was with God from the beginning is going to be revealed to you. For it's the three things that you are in the Spirit. Your three things in the, in the, in the soul and three things in the Spirit. And so what He's calling for now is a people that will let their emotions get out of control in the fruits of the Spirit. Whatever you're doing in the fruits of the Spirit, weeping, crying, anything else, leave them alone. Let them go. And if you've got a clean conscience, then it's time that you start communion with the Holy Spirit the creative power of God. In this communion, He'll reveal the Father and the Son to you. You've got to go through Him. He'll begin to give you these heavenly experiences. But also, it's time now that we come into the, that wisdom of the ages. Wisdom was, was with Him before the beginning. And wisdom 
are looking for her children to justify them. So there's a level of maturity that came here. Keep on going. Keep on pressing in. For we've come to a season now that all the heavens are declaring. There's all kind of signs up there. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of you know that on June the 6th, Jerusalem will be a united city for 40 years. And we're coming out of the wilderness. For two years, everything you've been doing is trying to stay alive. We've been fighting for two years to come out of the wilderness. Very shortly, we're coming out of the wilderness. And we're coming into the promises of God. All of you out there is, is have promises that God has given you. Now, when you come out of the wilderness, you cross that spirit river. You're coming out to do warfare the rest of your life. The last few years you've been warfaring to stay alive. Now you'll begin to warfare to take into our towns, into our cities, into our states, to take your promises. I have a promise. I come back from death on August 8th, 75. I looked him in the eyes and I was given a promise. I wouldn't come back for anything else. He said, if I would come back, I would live to see the church grow up into maturity to where one of the greatest awakenings of all time would take place and there'd be a billion youth come to the Lord. One billion. That's my vision. I looked into his eyes when I got that. I'm not going to have to look into his eyes when I go home and ask him why it didn't happen. I'm going to see this happen. So are you. He's been preparing you for the last few years to be part of this harvesting. We are already in the first of the harvest. And very shortly, the first harvest will come to an end and it'll be sown again. And it'll be sown for the uh, 2010, 2012. And then that harvest will come to an end and it'll be sown for the third great harvest. And that's where the billion will begin to come in. It'll come in all over the world. You're in a time of a major change. All kind of signs up there in the heaven and everything else. And I think all of you know about the eye of God and everything up there. And how that it it came, uh, uh, it'll be two years, it came on uh, June the 6th of uh, 05. And what it was saying then, it's time that the church gets quits going in circles, get off of Kadesh Bardia, and head for the promises of God. So we have been fighting to stay alive out there in the desert, headed for the Spirit River. So this is why it's been so hard the last two years. For the kingdom of darkness knows that if you don't stop us, there'll be no stopping to it once we get over the river. 
So the last two years, if you've had a good time, you've been going in the wrong direction. But this warfare in the desert is coming to an end, and the anointed warfare will shortly begin. One of the first things that will take place uh, later on after June is Gilgal. And I believe the entire body of Christ is coming to a circumcision of righteousness, which is the soul, men and women alike. For women that are circumcised and sold like men, a crown of righteousness will put, be put on their head and they'll be sealed unto righteousness and to be sealed as daughters and sons of God. And when they cry out, God will hear. So we've been going through a time to get us to this place. And I think one of the first things that the Lord will deal with us in this circumcision is presumption. I think a lot of us have been working for God instead of working with Him. There's not going to be any more of that on the other side. It's going to be working with Him. I think the second thing that He'll deal with the, the greatest is because if you get the seal of righteousness on you, what you say will be. What you speak over yourself is what you'll get. Deuteronomy uh, 30, 14, 15, 16. And so I think we really need this thing in our mouth more circumcised than we need anything else. Because when they crossed over and went to Gilgal and they walked around Jericho, they had to be quiet for seven days. Because if it had spoke, it had spoke in doubt. So when they yelled, the walls were pushed straight down. So I believe that we're going to have to be more careful and more accountable for what our tongue speaks than ever before. Gossip, slander, and these things. It's horrible now. I've never seen it so aggravating. They're saying all these great things about me that I didn't do. That's aggravating. Then they're saying adding two things that I did say that's aggravating. So we've got to come to a time of a circumcised tongue. You do want to curse with that tongue. Cancers, viruses, demonic weather patterns. That's the kind of authority you'll have. It's time that we have the say down here. Scripturally, you already do. But the church is coming out of the wilderness, leaning on her beloved. And you're crossing that spirit river into a new birth and a new power. Like born again. I have no idea how long it will take for the church to mature, but I've heard a man speak recently two years. But when you're born again, and you've got that kind of authority on you, you immediately begin to exercise authority. Get a vision for your town. Get a vision for your school. Get a vision 
Many of you have got visions, and you've had others of other nations. Really lay that vision up there. For the church is getting ready. Women are ready. Intercession will carry us over. Some of them are the greatest intercessors. They're ready. If they're ready, then we're ready. It's a very serious time. And the way this very nation goes is what we say. It isn't what politics says. It's what the church says. The next election and everything else is what the church says. 35% of the people that say they are Christians really are. It's a time that we start saying that the other gets saved. There's people that come to church all the time that's never had a born-again experience. It's time that we should begin to show them what a born-again experience is. When we cross the Jordan, that Spirit River, there'll be some that won't be able to cross immediately because they haven't been born again. They may have a knowledge of Him up here, but they don't have it down here. Our job will be to give them the knowledge to be born again. Get ready for the real war. What you've been created for. The war of victory. The war of taking nations. Get ready for the keys of the kingdom to begin to reveal kingdom wisdom for entire nations, churches, denominations. We're getting ready for a turnaround and a revealing of the kingdom of God in that rock. When you get that living God breath word spoke to you in here, the only thing that can stop it from working is you. When you speak it out loud, it doesn't make any difference whether anybody hears you or not. Hey, there's a good evangelist. When you speak it out, all creation hears it. It's God's Word. So get ready to get before Him. Wait on Him. And when you get it, speak it. And not even Satan and all of his demonic powers can withstand one rhema word from God. The stones have already begun to fall. They're the white stones. There's a lot of message on that. 
The name is written on a white stone in Revelations. Get ready for that authority. You know, he's always zooming up there. You may not realize, but you just zoomed up there, most of you today. He just went right up to your home planet, heaven. And he went right up to the throne room of God, your daddy, and your brother. As Ephesians 2, 6. It's Colossians 1, 13, translated from this present darkness into his marvelous light. It's Romans 12, 1 and 2. So what you did was legal. Spend time there and get that rhema word. I think, like with me, it's more profitable for me to wait for the word than it is for me to uh, be praying to him instead of praying with him. Some of the others, you need to have the time to wait before Him. But wait for His Word so that you can pray with Him and you can can proclaim God's Word. Which, just one word from you is more powerful than all the kingdom of darkness. So, keep this the emotions here keep it channeled on the through the spirit which you have this down here don't violate your conscience uh, many people violate their conscience on uh, uh, they have more of a love for money than they do for the church so don't let any other God down here move into your conscience but keep the Lord first and foremost in your conscience you'll have a communication a communion the true communion and you'll have the wisdom of God at your at your doorsteps so there's a lot of negative things going on down here but there's a lot of positive things going on too and negative doesn't have the authority as the counterfeit that which is connected to him has the authority and will wind up in authority. That was a pretty serious download, wasn't it? Yeah. Amen. So one thing I've uh, been hearing Bob speak on and off since the late 80s, and uh, um, one of the things that I've noticed in the last couple years is he really does provide an atmosphere for us to access heaven better, just what we're supposed to be. I mean, in other words, he is like a, a little head of us down the road where we can see, you know, what he's seeing, what he's hearing. We all can have that. That's really what he's trying to get us to see today, is that, that that's the normal Christian life. The normal Christian life is to live your life from, from the heavenly realm, from Christ, who is our life. And that's really what he's uh, really has helped me to see that. And so what, uh, one of the things that happens to me a lot when after Bob ministers is spiritual things happen to me after that in the next few days. So just pay attention 
you know, for, for the Lord, quote, to come and interrupt your life. You know, through a dream or a vision or just some spiritual thing. Just be away, looking for it because it really does happen. And um, so I really appreciate what he shared this morning. I've heard some of it before, but just hearing it again is really powerful. Uh, I really believe the Lord really wants to... I just want to just, just pray over us right now, okay? Father, I thank you, Lord, uh, that Bob came today and you've spoken to us. And, Lord, we really want to respond uh, to you and what you're saying to us today. And you've, you've said a lot to us, Lord, but what I hear you saying, Lord, is that you really want us all to live from heaven. You want us all to see from heaven, to hear from heaven, and see what you're seeing, hear what you're hearing. And, Lord, you are showing us that it, that, that is accessible. That is our home. That is the truth. And, Lord, we want to live our lives on the truth, Lord. Not on what this world tells us, not on what religion has taught us, but we want to live our lives on the truth that we are seated together in heavenly places with Christ. That is our home. That's truly who we are and what we are, is that we're spiritual and we're not carnal people today, Father. We thank you for that, Lord. Lord, just bless your people today and release on them, Lord. Just release on them, Lord. Uh, revelation, Lord. Lord, that rhema word that boss on where we wait and we hear from heaven, that you begin to do that, Lord. Lord, we ask you to do that. We're asking you to do what you said you were going to do. We believe that's the truth, and you brought a witness to us today, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's real good. So uh, a couple of things we wanted to do is, number one, is... We had this word, of, you know, that I shared and what Bob's talking about, the mothers in here, the women. And, uh, you know, since the Lord really started moving in our church, it began with women. The women were the ones who really, the Lord has used them to bring it forth. And so I want to, uh, to, for women in this room this morning, I really want to respond to that again because I think there's probably some women here today that really need breakthrough in their life that really need the Lord. So I'd like for some of our women who really have had breakthrough to come up now. Come on, my girls. Y'all know who y'all are. Okay? It's all right. You don't have any badge. That's all right. And I want other women as from if, you, if you're a lady today and you really feel like you want to just go further, that God has more for you, you're looking for that breakthrough. That the mothers are ready and you may be saying in your heart, no, that's not me. But the Lord's saying it is you. He wants you to, to be able to receive that. So I would like for you to come up now. And uh, can we do some music? Get Brian on the piano or something. Is that good, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. So any any of you gals who really want to break through this morning, y'all come on up now uh, and, and just receive from one of these ladies. Um, just really for the, for the Lord to begin to just get, pick whoever you want to pray for you. Pick somebody. Nobody else. The other person won't have their feelings hurt. You didn't pick them. Just, just get, get them. And uh, I'm sorry. The other thing I wanted to do is I wanted Bob and Bonnie. Uh, let me let me say this. Bob didn't come here to minister today. He came here to to be a part of our church. But the Lord spoke to him. But I wanted to I wanted to get the children over here. Get Bob and Bonnie over here and get the young the children praying for him. To really is that good, Bob? So, let's get them a couple of cheers over here, guys. Marlon, you help them with that.
let's really, and anybody feels like they would like to come over here and just lay hands on Bob who's on our ministry team? Anybody on our ministry team who would like to go and pray for Bob? Just come on over and help the kids. Bless him and Bonnie. We really want to encourage them and, and let them feel loved today, encouraged today. Thank you, Lord. So any of the rest of you who are just sitting there, you can just do whatever you want to do. Just have a good time and be blessed. Lord bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.